0: Welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. Everyone, welcome to the confessional podcast. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined as always by stubbly producer Jimmy Selesky. How are you, Jimmy? Stubbly man, I'm going for that cousin it look, dude. (laughs) Yeah, we (laughs) before the uh, podcast, we were having a little debate about uh, who cousin it was. Yeah, he was the hairy guy, right? On the Addams family, Mike was
1: saying that he was the hairy guy uh, or the hand, and I was saying he was both, which is not an option.
0: That's not an option. That's
1: way too confusing for a show like that. Cousin, it.
0: So what the hell was the hand
1: called? I th- wasn't. Like I think it might have been thing. Thing. The uh, thing. Yeah. Okay. There's it and there's thing, which are both yeah. things. Right.
0: Right. A cousin called it. There's like a memoir about an abused child called a child called it. Really? But we're just calling our. It's okay to call your cousin
1: that. Apparently. Yeah. You can call your cousin it because it's it's a little. Further from home. Sure. Do that, sure, yeah. sure. Jimmy,
0: uh you, how do how can people uh, reach reach uh, confessionals should they should they be crazy enough to want to get involved?
1: Should they be so inclined, if they'd like to reach us, they can reach us on Facebook.com slash confessional podcast. Mike posts the topic of the week every week, uh, where you can either submit your confession on the public thread or you can DM us personally Lots if you'd like to options. remain anonymous lots of mainly just two options yeah. but i mean <laughs> lots right it's a lot um or, or
0: just don't do anything which yeah i mean that's i think always, that seems to be the most popular yeah options. none
1: of the above seems to be what the majority of the planet right, has right, gone right. with <laughs> <But> at, <laughs> um yeah other than that you can find the the podcast on all streaming platforms spotify right. apple Podcasts, your podcast app google yeah. play soon youtube awesome. clips on youtube soon And the name of
0: your podcast, Jimmy? Uh, Oh yes, sister podcast. The
1: sister podcast. Uh, I am doing a podcast called "Live from the Studio" with comedian Eric Glazer. We've been doing it for about five, six years. I think six years strong now. We release uh, episodes every week. Um, You can follow us at LFTS Podcast on everything that's YouTube, Instagram. Facebook, uh, again on all streaming platforms, Spotify podcast app, everything like that.
0: So. All right. Well, before we get to our topic, Jimmy, which is going to be the Zodiac Killer. Okay. You, you know anything about the Zodiac?
1: Uh, I know something about the Zodiac, and I know some things about killers. Right. And uh, I know a couple things about the Zodiac right. Killer.
0: Yeah, that area right in between. is Yeah, what the we're Venn going diagram for. is, right, is where small the circles for me. Right, yeah, connect. Um, but Jimmy, before we get to that, we're going to introduce our guest, who I'm very excited to have. This is a, a very good comedy friend of mine. She runs an excellent, excellent show at the Sky Stage. You ever been to the Sky Stage, Jimmy, in uh, Fre- Frederick or Fredericksburg? I can't ever
1: Fredericksburg. Which one's which? Uh, no, if it's Rick Fredericksburg, Maryland. then no, and if it's Frederick, then probably also no. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, if it's Fredericksburg. Well, which one is which one is Maryland? <laughs> I can't Frederick
0: remember. is Maryland. Okay, it's Frederick. Okay. All right. Still no. It's but- <laughs> a cool venue, man. You should play music there.
1: Okay. The it's sky really stage. It's really cool.
0: Yeah. It sounds cool. But please welcome to our show, Jimmy Stacy Axler. Hi, Stacy.
2: Hi. Thanks oh for my coming. gosh! Thank you so much. Thank of you course. so much for having me on.
0: Of course, anytime. Uh, before we, we get to the zodiac, why don't you tell us about this uh, upcoming show at the Sky Stage and and where people can buy tickets and all that cool stuff.
2: Yes, definitely. Um, So I'm really excited to bring our Comedy Night series back for the 2021 season at Sky Stage. Um, On the fourth Friday of every month, you can catch the latest live comedy show with a rotating lineup of stand-ups and improvisers. The next one's coming up on July 23rd. And if you would like, you can uh, go on, the most direct way is to go visit Sky Stage on Facebook, and it's the one in Frederick, Maryland And you can purchase tickets there, which is awesome. Only $10.
0: It's a good price. And uh, this is a BYO ceiling event, just to let people know. Yes. (laughs) uh, Exactly. Please bring your own ceiling. This is a drop-top venue. Yep. Stacy, is there, well, first, is there anything else you want to plug before we get to it? You got any uh, social medias or anything?
2: Yeah, I think the, the best one to plug would be my Facebook, Stacey X or Comedy page, and you can check that out for all my upcoming shows and things.
0: Excellent. Now, our topic, Dijor, what, is, what is the weekly version of Dijor? Do something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, our, our topic this week is uh, the Zodiac Killer. Now, this is, this is something you are very learned on, Stacey as uh pretty much everyone i know is obsessed with true crime in some way th- yes. this is your this is your topic of choice tell yes. us uh tell tell us what you think about the zodiac and why why you're into that whole story
2: definitely um i think the best way to kind of describe my interest in the zodiac killer and that entire case is um growing up i was a big movie buff and I saw the movie Zodiac that came out in 2007 right. with uh, Mark Ruffalo. Uh-huh. And I just got so interested in, in that case. And that was before like the true crime sure, boom sure. that I think has happened so recently. So you're punk
0: rock Zodiac, is what you're saying.
2: Yes, I, that, that's a very good way to put it. I, I was, in, I was into
0: there. serial killers way before you were. Way before. Right? <laughs> Jimmy doesn't even know about the... He probably doesn't even know who the Texarkana killer is. His kids true. today. So you, so you saw the movie, and were you into true crime at all before that?
2: Honestly, not really. I, I just thought the movie was so well done. Uh-huh. And I left the movie just really angered that there, sure. there was no real solution to the case. And that was, you spoiler know, going alert. on 15 years ago. No, a spoiler <laughs> alert, everyone. There's no solution. And that was 15 years ago. Right, right. And there really still, unfortunately, aren't any concrete answers as to who the Zodiac killer is. Which is just so, it just it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. Um, but every few years, I'll like go back and revisit the case. Just will sure. pop into my mind, and I'll say, Absolutely. "Oh my gosh!" Like, are there any more concrete answers? And then, uh-huh. of course, as of now, no.
0: Right, God. right. Well, can can you just give us a, a quick synopsis of the whole Zodiac story? Just kind of you know, and, and maybe a little bit of your theories in there.
2: Yes. Um, so the Zodiac killer refers to uh, an unknown uh, assailant who was uh, basically mostly attacking uh, teenagers and young adults in California in the 60s and 70s. And there are about five or six confirmed Zodiac uh, victims, um, but the number of potential victims of, of this uh, I would call it madman, is in the 30s um, or 40s. Wow. And so the first uh, confirmed case that they know of is a young couple um, were, were driving one night and they parked on kind of a deserted stretch of road that's kind of known as like one of those lover's lane sure. situations. Sure. Never um, a good and-
0: idea. As never far as, a good idea I, like i've oh. never done that i've never like in high school there was no driving to a lovers lane and staring at the city and you know and and it may be from all the stories you know like the hookman and all that
2: yes i think and i was thinking about that too actually proud of coming on to this podcast but i i don't think we i mean granted i didn't i was so lame in high school so but doesn't maybe <laughs> so was a I. different <laughs> I just I watched a lot of Lord of the Rings in high school and uh, you know read books, but right. uh, I remember in my high school we didn't have a lovers' lane. We had what we called the box, which was. <laughs> oh literally, wow, that sounds
0: romantic.
2: That sounds so romantic. It was literally one of those electrical boxes from Pepco that oh, was across the street, like a green that, box. Yes, literally a green box. Wow, that people would go to <laughs> to meet up with to their be
0: intimate. Person,
2: to be intimate.
0: Wow, I definitely remember sitting on a lot of those boxes as as an adolescent. Yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, our hangout spot, and I'm not trying to brag or bust your bubble here, was a uh, a uh, doctor's office uh, parking lot and uh, porch Ooh. that was closed during the nighttime. So we would go hang out there. It was pretty pretty awesome. We were pretty cool. Kids.
2: Honestly, it sounds like a much better spot than <laughs> the box, <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
2: but they, so this, this couple, um, I believe they were 17 and 18 or around those ages, uh, parked there. And, um, basically one, uh, a resident in one of the nearby houses, um, a few hours later found, um, found this couple and they had been shot. And unfortunately the, um, the young woman passed away when she arrived to the hospital, the young man actually survived, um, and gave a a pretty detailed description of what he remembered because he remembered everything but unfortunately this this the killer the Zodiac Killer it was late at night so the lighting obviously wasn't ideal he, it and basically if you Google the Zodiac Killer this rudimentary sketch which now people are saying oh it looks like Ted Cruz which I guess I <laughs> honestly I don't see it I I will say that Yeah, I don't, I don't see it either yeah.
0: I feel like there's a lot more people that that resembles than Ted Cruz. Yes,
2: thank you. Like me. (laughs) I sometimes feel like... Mike, I'm going to tell you, I don't think it looks like you. (laughs) Uh, Okay, good. Um, But, and uh, so the weird thing, the thing that about this entire case that really baffles me is that for a lot of, I don't want to say a lot of killers, but for some killers that are more mainstream and you hear of, they kind of have... uh, process of how they do things but this first couple was shot but then there was another couple who they were uh visiting this uh lake and they were stabbed yes yes, and so he didn't really even have a. don't want to say he didn't have a system but from what i'm seeing he didn't have a system and you can say oh well he was attacking couples but then he killed a cab driver seemingly randomly. Right, um, right, and he actually, when when this happened, this was about two years after this Lovers Lane incident. Um, when this happened, um, he almost got caught because it happened in a residential neighborhood. So this cab was driving through a residential neighborhood, and the Zodiac killer just killed this this cab driver and took off on foot. Uh-huh. And and apparently, people tried to pursue him, and then he, you know, dodged out of the way, but. It. I mean, it doesn't really make sense. Like, if, if you're... In my mind, at least, you're going from a deserted stretch of road, okay, I guess that would be an ideal place to do some insidious things. Absolutely. But then to do it in the middle of a residential neighborhood, it, it truly doesn't make sense.
0: Maybe but he's looking thing, for a box.
2: He was probably looking for the box. Exactly. He was looking for the box to go into. But the thing about this case, I think, why... Um, It interests me is that while he was doing all of these things, he uh, was writing these really creepy letters um, addressed to the police that he would send to um, the local newspaper and news organizations. And for our younger listeners,
0: a letter is like an email, except real. (laughs)
2: Except it's real. And you you need a postage stamp. Yep. Um, And these letters were written in code. So he was sending these letters, and no one knew what he was trying to say until a, uh, I believe, a linguistics professor um, was able to decipher sure. the, um, the code. Yeah. And it basically just uh, it talked about, he addressed himself as a Zodiac killer, um, and he basically talked about how he, the police were never going to catch him uh-huh. and um, how smart he was. And the very uh, first letter that this professor was able to decode, he was able to decode everything except the last, I believe, 10 or 14 letters. That's just a random jumble of letters that, uh-huh. that uh-huh. we still to this day don't know what these letters are supposed to mean, if they're supposed to mean anything.
0: Well, one uh, one was recently deciphered, right?
2: I th- that I, I thought that they had all been deciphered except maybe i i i didn't
0: know there's one of them they just figured out like like this year or last year yeah Yeah, and it was uh it it was grossly disappointing (laughs) there's no clues in it it was just more like crazy guy rantings about like i love my work i'm gonna kill it
2: exactly it it truly is all these letters are just just weird monologues that this guy wrote where he's like, you know what sucks, You all. <laughs> <are> you <laughs> well, saying, that sounds man? kind of
0: interesting. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> always with the narcissism, these serial killers.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, they really do operate from my understanding, at least they really do operate thinking that no one is ever going to catch them yeah, ever.
0: Right. And
2: right. I think that's part of, at least for me, kind of the satisfaction of when they do get caught. Sure. It's kind of like, oh, wonderful! Now they're right. finally going to have to face the music, yes. so to speak. For, you know.
0: Well, okay. So the uh, the the uh, what's his name? The, the Golden State Killer was just caught after like a thousand years. Yes. And yes. do, do you think there's there's a possibility they could do something similar with the Zodiac? Because they used like Ancestry.com or something to like track them down, which is incredible.
2: I really do. And it, the, the interesting thing about the Zodiac Killer is there have been uh recently I saw an interview with I can't remember her name, but she was like, I really think my dad was the Zodiac Killer. Um and it was actually a very interesting. 30-minute interview with with this woman, but I do feel like because we have more resources at our disposal, Uh um, especially just like for us, regular people, like anyone can do an Ancestry.com, you know, order that package and and find things out about themselves. I do think it is possible that we could find some more concrete right, information. Right. Yeah.
0: Just speaking of which, I actually did uh, ChristianAncestry.com. You know what? Turns out I'm uh, descended from Adam. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, Stacy, be cool. bef- before we discuss your theories exactly on who this may have been, let's, uh, let's, read, yes. a, uh, let's read a confession here. This is from Rebecca Dennis from Phoenix, Arizona. Ooh. She says, I think he started in Texarcana and moved to California. I think it was someone never even on the radar, never questioned mm. or investigated. The Zodiac and the Texarcana were too similar. I think he was older in California and never a suspect. Ooh. That's never. actually
2: really interesting. I'd I, never heard I think- of
0: that before. That that could be the Tex killer. Kinda makes sense. Both have uh, a fascination with uh, you know, facial coverings.
2: Yeah, the Texarkana murder actually murderer. That whole case is actually very interesting too, and I've never thought about that before. But hearing that theory, it actually makes a lot of kind of a does. lot of logical sense.
0: It does, but it's it does in my mind. Maybe I'm wrong. It seems like those two are way far apart. Like, wasn't the Texarkana mm. one in like the freaking like depression days or something? And then the other one was like, you know, a couple months ago.
2: It definitely was, there was like a, I feel, and I'm not sure about this, but maybe like a 20-year gap, because if I'm remembering correctly, the Texarkana one happened in like the early 50s. Yeah. Because I remember there was a big hullabaloo, for lack of a better word, about um, like the young people at the drive-in, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. They,
2: would, they were the ones kind of targeted by Texarkana. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're listening when to I that think rock and I think roll, in the- and on the next thing you know, they're Smoking jazz cigarettes and getting murdered by a masked assailant.
2: Yes, unfortunately. It's just so sad. And I do think now I'm really obsessed with this theory that this person presented because there is that weird similarity of the whole lover's lane. Right. You know, these teenagers going from a group gathering to a more secluded spot. So I don't know. I mean, it makes Sense.
0: Now there are there is kind of a main suspect for the Texarkana killer that people think. There's no yes. there's no really really strong one for either of these, but there is like one main guy. I can't remember his name for the Texarcana one who like went to jail shortly after, and mm. and there's just like a lot of he just kind of hints repeatedly that it might have been him. Um, but uh, for the Zodiac, there is one suspect that people kind again it's not super strong, but there is like one guy. That, that people lean towards. I believe his name's Arthur Lee Allen, because all serial killers have three names. Yes. Um, usually Wayne, though, is in there somewhere. But uh, <laughs> w- what do you think about that fella, Arthur Lee?
2: So I when I first saw this Mark Ruffalo movie back in 2007 that sparked my interest in this case, the movie really presents Arthur Lee Allen as the, the guy who did th- this crime, and I really did think about that for, for a while, mm-hmm. but from my research into it, they've done, you know, law enforcement has done things now, like they've gone back through the letters that they've received, and they've done DNA um, testing on the, you know, DNA that they found on the letters, and um, they've done, like, handwriting comparison, they're like, there's there are some... These things are not matching up. Okay. Um, so, at this point, I my theory for that is I really do believe that Lee Arthur Allen had some role in this um, just because even though the evidence doesn't match up, part of my theory is that what if he had an accomplice? Right. Or... Um, you know, I feel like there could be some people like you know, those wacky people that do copycat things are like, Oh, I'm gonna send a zodiac letter because, yeah, it happens
0: all the time with that stuff, which makes it so difficult to figure anything out
2: exactly. Exactly. Like, I think I really think, basically, what I'm trying to say is my main theory also is that it probably was Arthur Lee Allen just because. They found some weird items in his possession. Like, I, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, when a they... dead
0: body. A
2: uh, pot. Uh, like, bloody knives. Bloody <laughs> knives. They literally found bloodstained knives. And then they're like, why do you have bloody knives? I think they were in his truck. And he was like, oh, well, I killed <laughs> a fish. And then I cooked it because I wanted to eat it. And, I mean, here's the thing. Could that be possible? Honestly, sure. Maybe, but it sounds weird. It sounds weird. And like, I. There are just so many things Uh with Arthur Lee Allen that I've read that it's like, this sounds super suspicious.
0: Do they think, uh, can they test the knives? Do they still have the blood?
2: I want to say that. I don't think they did a really good job in those days of like sealing things for DNA purposes. Uh-huh. Um, but I also really don't know about that. But the big, my big theory as to why, and this was a big part of the movie too, and this was, I thought that this was made up for the movie, but apparently this is real, is that when they were interviewing Arthur Lee Allen, when the police were, they noticed that he, all the time he, they were interviewing him, he had a particular wristwatch that he always wore. Right. And the brand of the wristwatch was the Zodiac brand of wristwatch. And they Zodiac brand had the little a little symbol, and most of these letters had this weird symbol on it of like a circle with some right. lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, that to me, there's, again, I mean, I'm not an expert into, you know, how these people think, or this, that, and, and the other. However, there's too many weird coincidences. Right. That's like, you could say, I suppose, that you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, but to wear this wristwatch every day. And all of his coworkers were like, oh, he wore that every day. Uh-huh. And they also, his coworkers like, also, he's a weird guy. And he's angry <laughs> right. all the time. And right. we just don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> and again, like, maybe he's just a bad coworker. But if you add up all yeah, these pieces yeah. of information...
0: Well, you're pretty much describing me, so I mean, I think it's uh, really, you know. Mike, <clears throat>
2: wear- that can't be true. You're <laughs> you're a nice guy.
0: I'm just kidding. Did he wear the sack to uh, to work? Is what I want to know. Did he ever come in wearing the? And he's like, yeah. oh, sorry, forgot. He pulls it off. I
2: forgot to take this off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's read another confession here. This one is from uh, Lucas Wingard, Albany, Georgia. This is an interesting one, Stacy. A group, oh. a group of unaffiliated people that took advantage of the killings and trolled the police. I'm pretty sure it was at least more than one person, but not necessarily a team effort. So he's saying everybody jumped on board, but they weren't playing for the same team.
2: Well, honestly, that makes sense, too. And that goes back to what I was saying a little bit earlier in the how there's all these murders that we relate to the Zodiac Killer. But when we really look at everything, the fact that all like the the stabbing is so much different than the shooting. It was just so much different than the incident in the cat with the cab driver yeah, yeah. and so on and so forth. And I think when you think about when you think about that, it doesn't make sense. So and then in addition to all of that, there had to have been someone really well knowledge in writing codes and ciphers that it took this linguistics professor this expert so in they it had to, to, to they had to be code. good at
0: it this this couldn't have just yes. been any okay, interesting, I never thought about that
2: and so I really do I, I i think that's a very good theory that that he's presenting just because I do agree it couldn't have just been one person
0: uh uh-huh. uh-huh.
2: um and but part of me also thinks you know going back to what we were just saying a few minutes ago, with all of these letters, what if it was just a weird guy who likes ciphers that was like, oh, I'm just going to troll the police, right, so to speak, right, and, right. and publish these letters, and kind of that's what he wanted to do so, in his time.
0: So it's it's possible it could have just been unrelated killings and then somebody decided, I'm going to do a hoax and connect these things?
2: I, I think that it could be. That's not what I personally think, uh-huh. but, but there, but there are a lot of like weird, like it. It could be unrelated, and I think the only way that we've related them is because these letters were coming to all these news organizations saying, "I'm the Zodiac killer, and this is the murder I did." Uh uh-huh. um, But if if that person was a separate crazed person that was just like, oh this cab driver was killed. I'm going to put this in a letter to the police. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think it goes to whether you, whether you believe or not that the Zodiac killer wanted recognition for his crimes or if he just kind of wanted to fly under the radar and keep doing his things. And I guess also throwing in, if you think all these crimes are logically related, which is what I've always struggled with. Is like, how can all of these different crimes at different parts of the day. Right. Kind of all, also all over it's, it's the, rare the for
0: it's, it's rare for a serial killer to have that kind of variety. Right? Yes. Like usually From they, what I understand. Yeah, like usually they kind of like, like Jack the Ripper, Like he, his first victim was kind of like stabbed and then his second yes. victim was like slashed and then his third victim yes. was like slashed even deeper and had like her insides pulled out. Like yes. he's slowly becoming the serial <laughs> killer he longs to be. He's becoming himself
2: like an escalation.
0: Right, escalation.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh but but you know, he wasn't going around uh, uh you know, uh, dropping pianos on people's heads too. Right.
2: Right.
0: Now is there any other serial killer that's like proven that had a, a variety of methods?
2: I'm sure there must be I'm sure there has to be. Uh-huh. Um but honestly none none that's coming to, to mind. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um
0: have you yeah. now apparently towards the end he said he was gonna switch to bombs and stuff, right?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: And some sure. people have speculated he he was Ted Kaczynski, the unibomber. Do you think that's possible?
2: I really don't think that that in my opinion, I don't that doesn't make sense to me. I think they're just two unrelated people, just because I I think Ted Kaczynski did these horrible crimes and, but I think, yeah, I think he was just off on his own
0: uh-huh, weird,
2: uh-huh. horrible some, journey. Some people have also
0: way. speculated he may have been the Tylenol poisoner. Are you familiar with that case?
2: I remember that. And I, I really, I'm, I'm going to say, I do not think that that's true at all. Uh, and, but the Tylenol killer case is another one where I'm just like, Oh my God, like what, what, I really want that person one day. I mean, maybe they're, that was a long time ago. They could be just dead by now. But like, oh, like the yeah, fact that they never caught that right, person. Right. That was a brought tough them, one.
0: Cause it's like, there's that is no, such a tough one. yeah, it's like how you're not, you didn't leave any blood, any, you know, like there's not, it's such uh, you know? a foreign way to, to kill people. Yes. It's like there's nothing connecting you there. Um all right. Well, let's uh let's hear what you think, Stacy, as far as uh, w- what became of the the Zodiac and and all that stuff.
2: Well, um as far as we know, the uh, Zodiac stopped sending letters um in the early 90s. And really? the reason why Yes. Wow. And or like or Official zodiac uh, letters that match up with the handwriting. Wow. Um, so this guy's still operating
0: in the age of Urkel.
2: Yes. That's yes, shocking. Honestly. It seems
0: so antiquated.
2: And, and the weird part about um, the reason why I still think Arthur Lee Allen had something to do with it is it's very strange to me because Arthur Lee Allen uh, passed away um, I, from natural causes, I believe, um, in 1992. And the letters stopped right around that time. Uh, So in my mind, I'm like, well, if he got really, really sick and passed away, that, I mean, that could be why the letters stopped. So I think it's a really, again.
0: Right. Also, think about this. I remember at that time when stamps went up from 25 cents to 35 cents. So that might have played a part in it, too.
2: That could have been it. You know, he could have just looked at the stamp prices and said, you know what? I'm not going to do it anymore. It's just not
0: worth it anymore. It's just it's the, not the cost the, the the cost stop things. the cost
2: disparity, right, you know what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been that
0: too. Yeah, it's not like the good old days. Yeah. So And then um so you think oh, it, it may have been Arthur in conjunction with someone else and yes. and it kept going until Do you think it was a because there are those situations where it's like two people kind of link up and become like a serial killer team, like uh, Henry yes. Lee Lucas and Otis Tool and uh, those two brothers in San Francisco and uh, a few other people, the the uh, snipers. And actually, yes. I, I even remember at the time of the sniper people speculating before they called them that they thought it could have been the Zodiac.
2: Right. I, I do. I do remember that. And actually, as this is going back to one of the first uh, questions that you asked, but that case, I because I always grew up in this area, so that was... Really, I think I was in, yeah, I was about in fifth grade at the the time. I was 10 years old, and oh my God, that was terrifying. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that was in the days before emergency drills and lockdowns and things. Like right. we just didn't have that infrastructure in schools like we have now. So they just didn't know what to do. Yeah. We were all just
0: terrified. Yeah, yeah, apparently he Do you ever you ever perform at uh, Zizimos in Baltimore? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I love
2: that spot.
0: Apparently he stopped in to have a drink there while in the midst of his killing.
2: Oh my god. Yeah,
0: he was around like the um do you know the Alligator Wall in uh, Remington? You know what I'm yes. talking about? There's like a, a yes. subway right across the street and a gas station. He slept oh in that parking lot. They have him on tape. He slept in his car in that parking lot, the two of them. While that they was
2: yeah. terrifying. They would kind of like
0: escape to Baltimore after they did their killing. They'd like drive up
2: right. here. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, Because if they uh, did their
0: killing in Baltimore, probably no one would notice, right? Like,
2: Unfortunately, unfortunately. And I think for, from what I'm remembering, yeah, they were really canvassing around. My grandparents lived in Silver Spring at the time close to where I live now. And, and I was living in Gaithersburg at the time. And I think they, you know, they were really canvassing almost all the areas around here. So yeah, the, but they no, they were in, they were in Baltimore. That's, that's so crazy. I, I was just at that bar performing like not two weeks ago. So wow. Wow. That's something else.
0: Um, so who do you think this other guy could have been? Who, who was the Robin to this Batman?
2: So, there is a theory that's presented um, in the movie, the 2007 movie, that's that's based kind of on the book. And again, if, if you believe the book and the movie, which, which I do, that Arthur Lee Allen is the main uh, suspect. Basically, Arthur Lee Allen was obsessed with this movie from the 40s called The Most Dangerous Game. Oh. Um, which is basically about a group of people who, like very rich people, who go to this island to hunt human beings um and i for those interested in this it's that movie that original movie just got added to hbo max so you can watch it um if you would like to um but it, um it this movie was playing at this local movie theater near where arthur lee allen lived and apparently he would just go and watch this movie like day after day after day Wow. um which is just which is just crazy and apparently there was a, a person who worked at the movie theater like a manager or something who also was really obsessed with the movie also lived near Arthur Lee Allen um oh. and pe- people say like they were friendly like maybe not friends but friendly and neither really had any friends um apparently so i'm like it could have been in my mind if someone was to perpetrate a heinous crime, and I would look, I was looking at all of the evidence. It would seem very odd to me that these two people kept seeing this movie over and over and over again.
0: Okay,
2: like especially such a creepy movie. Uh huh. Like, and and there was a line in one of the Zodiac letters that said something around the lines of "Man is the most dangerous right, game right. in the world."
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: they're like, "Oh well, if." You know that kind of makes sense now, um, in terms of. Apparently, he was obsessed with this movie. He just loved this movie so much. Um, so it's like, I don't know. Again, it it's not. It's all kind of circumstantial. I guess is the word evidence. Right. But it, in my mind, it doesn't bode well for yeah. some. Like if if someone even told me, like one of my friends was like, oh, every day I go on HBO Max and I watch this movie, I'd be like, that's crazy and creepy and i don't i like i don't like that like don't tell me such a thing like i wouldn't want to see i don't want to talk to someone who just watched that movie yeah i i
0: actually do that but with uh um uh big mama's house so
2: i understand i remember seeing that movie in theaters
0: Um, now, Stacy, so you think that this guy, uh, it, it, it does make a lot of sense what you said about the movie, because this seems like one of the more theatrical kind of, like, th- this guy, whoever he was, seemed almost more into the fame than the actual killings, you know? Like, yes. And maybe maybe that's why he didn't have a modus operandi, now, to, now that I'm thinking about it. Maybe he really didn't care all that much about the actual killings. He just wanted to be famous. Is that possible?
2: I do think that, that that could be it and I, I do unfortunately you know I I think there are some really horrible people out there who think that this is their way to some type of very perverse sure. distort, distorted view of, of fame yeah all you gotta um, do is start a
0: podcast
2: yeah exactly everyone take that that's the I think a good lesson yeah. start a podcast
0: um So uh, it it almost even seems like it could have been kind of an early example of like uh, media sensationalism of serial killers turning into someone, you know, using that to 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 get attention type of thing.
2: Definitely. And I, I, I agree with that 100 percent, especially because, um, you know, in the 70s, that's right around when I do think there was an uptick in. Not interest in serial killers, but that's when if you've seen the show on Netflix, Mind Hunter, mm-hmm. that's all around the same kind of time frame, of, right? Uh, right. You know, law enforcement actually labeling these people as um, as serial killers. You know, killers with a pattern, and trying to get that vernacular into kind of common understanding. And uh, yeah, it's a it is an unfortunate. Um, I think it's it's all really unfortunate because I think, obviously, it's very important to understand, like, I mean, I grew up in the 90s where it was very much like, don't talk to strangers, don't go into strange cars, don't right. do this, don't do that. And I do think that that education was, is it very important because it it's important to know, but I also think the flip side of that is someone could be like, oh, I could really, like go crazy and then everyone would be talking about me which Absolutely. Is like such a horrible horrible thing to, to
0: think. yeah man I think like even it's pretty much proven that if something horrible happens and it becomes a huge media story it's gonna be copycatted in like two weeks and I almost think oh, yes. I almost think like school shootings are literally just a daisy chain from Columbine of copycats that are have, been, have proven so successful in media numbers and in, in ratings that they've almost like perpetuated it to keep it alive, which is really freaking sick. But
2: it's so sick, and I, I do agree that for a lot of um, the perpetrators of those events, in, in their in letters that they write or diary entries, they—I um, don't want to say many of them, but some of them that I that I've read about in, in newspapers and whatever—you know—they do say it's like when I do this, I'll become famous. Yeah. yeah. And I think in. And maybe this is a weird diatribe that that's only semi-related, but I was thinking the other day about you know fame, and I think especially with the advent of the internet and um, you know YouTube videos and things, I feel like there's a difference now between being famous. Like I feel like anyone can be famous, and I'm putting this in air quotes that you can't see it on a podcast, but famous in the sense of oh anyone I guess if they make a bunch of videos or do X Y Z can get thousands of subscribers, but I think there's a difference between fame and being like an actual what I think of famous is like a superstar, like almost like a Madonna or a uh-huh. Britney Spears. Right. Or, or, or a someone Mike that's Moran. Like, yep, yep. <laughs> or like a household name. A right. household name.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a strange thing. It's uh yeah, you know, the relationship between like fame and and crime is just so interesting. And it's like you might look at me and be like, "Mike, you're totally perpetuating this because you're like into true crime and you love reading about." It. But I feel like you have to draw the line between making it political and just being fascinated by it. Because it's just it becomes the fame thing becomes dangerous when it becomes like a big news story or politicians are like using it to, to uh, try to prove something or whatever. But I don't think there's anything wrong with just being fascinated by it and reading about the stuff.
2: Yeah. I And I think in a way, you know, it's... Uh, I think it also is kind of, in, in a strange way, helpful information because... Um, again, like, knowing what patterns these horrible people have... Um... My, it, it, in the end of at the end of the day, if you can take any horrible event and be like, oh well, I am going to use this knowledge for good, or just for just like to increase public safety, uh-huh. then at least something good is coming from it.
0: All right. Well, let's read. Uh, this is our, our last confession here. This is from Jackie Weiker, Monton, Pennsylvania. Uh, she says no theories except none of the suspects. Uh, None of the suspects, and he is dead. Probably died less than 10 years after. That's my theory. Um, mm-hmm. I think he would have waited and struck again a decade or so later as a different name and played uh, it as him or isn't it... Is it him or isn't it game? And everyone, he would have fucking loved that shit. So I guess she's saying because he kind of disappeared, he probably died.
2: I, I do agree agree with, with that component of it because I I think that Arthur Lee Allen played some type of role in this. Um, and you know, he has died and I mean, there has to be a reason why the letters stopped. And, um, my personal theory is that the, this perpetrator, the one who was writing the letters, um, or was at least sending the letters is dead. Yeah. Um, and I guess the other only other explanation is that he just didn't want to send anymore because, uh, he just didn't want to, but in my thought, that doesn't make sense.
0: I think he just did. Yeah, it, it does uh, seem like the vast majority of serial killers don't stop killing until they're caught, or they die, or are locked yes. away. But some of them just kind of stop, you know, like uh, the like the BTK stopped for like decades yes. and then started again. the uh, the The Golden State Killer kind of stopped after a while, yep. and I think he did, he did like one comeback tour, like years later. He did like one more attack, and then he disappeared yes. again.
2: And, and if I'm remembering correctly with the Golden State Killer, um, that's so true. And I think that one last uh, foray into his horrible, uh, what he was doing, killing people, is why he got caught. Because he left some DNA behind. And I think that's what ended up letting him get caught. Which is just like, I don't know. It's just so It's just so outside of my realm of understanding, to be sure. honest. Um, but but I guess all of that that's true. There are some that just do stop. So I guess that also is an option. But I am on the side of I think the Zodiac killer, whoever um, this person was, I think he's
0: dead. So you think you think he kept killing all those years?
2: I I so my theory is this person was declining in health for a while. Uh-huh. So I do think he stopped killing simply because I think he was just sick. And then I think he just died.
0: Right. So, but he was writing letters that whole time.
2: He was writing. uh, His letters definitely decreased in the amount that he was sending. Um, I believe that he was at the height of all of these murders. were sending like like a a letter every few weeks, just kind of taunts, and then it kind of decreased to like a letter a year, and then but then he just kind of stopped.
0: Yeah. Um, so who, who else do you, th- are there other murders that you said you think he killed in maybe the thirties or forties, right? So what, mm-hmm. what other, what other murders do you think could be laid on him? Any, any that we would know about?
2: I'm trying to, I'm, I'm kind of racking my brain and I'm really going back to that first theory, that first confession that you read, because it, there is some, there's actually a lot of logic there that some of the Texarkana, murders could be attributed to him. That would Uh make a lot of sense to me. Um, I actually think that's a really good theory. And yeah, I think they should uh, look into that personally. But um, yeah, I think, and and again, I think it's hard to say because I do think there was a team behind the Zodiac killer. Like the- But you're saying there was more than two. Or or maybe maybe just two. So maybe team is not the right word. But I do think there was not just one zodiac. Okay. Okay. Um, So yeah, it's hard to hard to pin other crimes because yeah, it's it's so it's just such an odd odd case.
1: Right. Right. Jimmy, do you have any opinion on this? I'm actually I'm reading about BTK as we speak right now. Oh yeah. I uh, that caught my fancy. Sounds like a burger. Kind I know, story. I was I was when you said it, I was like, There's no way the police gave him that name because that's too cool. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it wound up being that he gave himself that name. But I'm reading his whole Wikipedia page as we okay. speak. Wait, what do you think of that fella? Uh dude, he looks kind of like an evil Louis CK to me.
0: Have you did you look up the photos of him like kind of dressing as his victims? Yeah, that's what I was at right now. Oh god. Now. Yeah, have you Don't seen those, things? look Stacey? at it. They're, if they're so, so con- scary. Yeah. They I have haven't seen the pictures, but they're talking my dreams. About he, like, puts all these masks and stuff on. It's, like, really freaking creepy. I'll look I that have up.
2: never seen and like, that truly terrified me. And yeah. I like horror movies and stuff, and I read Stephen King. So I was like, oh, I can handle looking sure. at this. No, they were just, like, still frame black black-and-white pictures that yeah. just disturbed me so <laughs> deeply.
0: So Absolutely. deeply. What, uh, what horror movies do you like, Stacey, besides The Zodiac?
2: Oh, so I'm a really big fan of kind of like psychological horror movies. Like I just watched Shutter Island um, a few weeks ago, which is the first time I saw it after uh, I watched it when it first came out. Um, and then I'm a big Stephen King fan. So I watch all of you know The Shining and
0: uh, mm-hmm.
2: my favorite is Misery, the book and the movie. Yeah, that's a great one. List. I forgot
0: how good that movie was. I watched it again recently. Kathy Bates it's really excellent. good. Yeah, it really is. And
2: I think it's like a master class on acting because it really is just those those two people, James Conn and Kathy Bates, and they just I just, just think they do yeah. such a great job. I, I the so good. Both of them are are great, obviously. Um I love Kathy
0: Bates, but both yeah, of them are great. Absolutely. All right. Are there any uh, any final thoughts you want to you want to wrap up the zodiac saga with Stacey? Anything else you wanted to say or discuss?
2: Um, I just want to say you know thank you so much for having me on. It was really good to to talk about, and I think just from the confessions alone, I think everyone has really good and valid theories about what could possibly be going on. So it was actually really really great to hear from from other people um Absolutely. because usually i just obsess about this in my <laughs> own little room
0: right all alone locked away while all you're watching alone. the most dangerous game on repeat
2: <laughs> that's not me
0: <laughs> i think we found the zodiac today <laughs> no okay oh. all right well uh once again uh, tell us when the show is and frederick
2: Yes, it is Friday, July 23rd, and it is the fourth Friday of every month until October.
0: Awesome, awesome. And uh, where can we find you on social media?
2: You can find me on Facebook at Stacy Axler Comedy.
0: Cool. All right, well, uh, thank you, Jimmy, for producing. Of course. And thank you, Stacy, for coming on. Thank you both. And screw you to the Zodiac Killer if you're out there listening. Screw you, bro. (laughs) all right thanks everybody we'll see you next time on the confessional